The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Are you even in it? I just like <laughs> I can move forward. Oh yeah, there we go. Hi. My god, season two. Season two. Episode one. That's wild. It is wild. It is also wild. <laughs> like we're so tired. Yeah, we got a new fence built today, which wasn't hard work on our part. Yeah, look but... pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. From our angle. But we decided to save ourselves a couple grand and tear the fence down. And dispose of it. And dispose of it. And so, like, that was going to be about $2,000. But then there was this other portion of the cost that I don't think they were going to do at all, which was shovel a bunch of dirt we needed moved in. Oh, yeah. They weren't going to do that. To make room for the new fence. Like, three months ago when we were like... We'll tear it down ourselves. We'll just tear it down ourselves. What's the big deal? We'll shovel some dirt. Like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, We're going to get it's it gonna done. It's going to be so easy. It was hard. It was hard. It was like, it was easy, but it was a lot of work. Yeah. And then we rented a U-Haul to take away all of the old fence to the dump. And then we had like a life-changing experience at the dump. I will never recover. Because when I have been to the dump, like if you, I imagine it's like this. In cities. In, is it only in cities? Yeah, like that's what the dump was like when I was a kid. Oh, sort my of. God. No, like, no, I take that back. You like, take that back. I grew up in a tiny town with about 1,500 people, and we didn't have, we lived in the country, not even in the town, and we didn't have garbage pickup. Right. And so we would take our own garbage to the dump, and it was back when you could, like, pick and root through. What do you mean? <laughs> So, like, you wouldn't, like, root through people's, like, bags of dirty, gross garbage. But, like, there was, like, a metal disposing area, glass, aluminum, glass recycling, all these different areas, like, motorized things. So, so when I was a kid, we would, like, put our garbage in the truck and we would drive to the dump. And then my brother and I and my dad, like, we would stand in the back of my dad's truck and huck our bags of garbage into the hole. Oh, my God. Yeah. But then you got to, like, drive over to, like, the glass recycling area. And we would, like, chuck bottles out of the back of the truck and it would smash and that'd be cool. But then there was also an area where you could, like, look at stuff. Like, like the old lawnmower section. So, like, my mom always had a joke that my dad would, like, come home from the dump with more than he took. Because, like, that's where, like, we got a, he found a old go-kart frame. 
Uh-oh. And he brought that home and he fixed it up and he put a lawnmower motor on the back. And we had of a course, go-kart. That's what you do. But that wasn't our experience today. I'm a city kid. And so when I've been to the dump, you like drive up and like everyone's really friendly and they're like, what do you got today? And you're like, oh, just some household garbage or, you know, things that won't go in your black bin. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, go over to the air, this area, toss and go. Toss and go. And it's like big, giant metal bins. And it's like you're like above it on containers. a platform and so you throw it into the bin. And somebody's there to greet you and they're like, okay, go over to number three. There's like all different bins, but then there's also like a metal recycling area. So it is kind of like what I grew up with, with the different areas. It's just the main landfill part was that we experienced today Yeah, was also a portion of the dump that I would go to. Yeah. So but... this man was like, no, if this thing is is a fence and nails and boards and all this stuff. And, he, and I was like, yeah, it's filled to the top. It was a 10-foot truck. He was like, no, you got to take it he to the said, main landfill. I thought he said take it to the industrial disposing area because that's what we had in our head and that's where we went next. Yeah, then we, we were got wrong. told in no uncertain terms that this was the wrong area. So we went to the main landfill. We were transported to another place on this planet. You see those videos where, like, it's a third world country and there are residents of this country climbing through bags of garbage, picking at it, and there's seagulls everywhere. Yeah, the seagulls were insanity. And they... He's just like, yeah, just over there's fine. And I was like, over where? And he's like, just right there. So we like, and it wasn't a hole. Like when I was a kid, I was throwing a bag into like a big dugout hole. Oh. This was like, because, but then it fills up. Like, yeah. So this was like a mountain behind us. Yeah. Not like the Rockies where we live. <laughs> no. And then they, they were, we were like, where do we put it? And they were like, just right here. Like I couldn't understand. Like in my mind, I was like, am I chucking it? And, and then- the guy was like this like funny like i don't know dump guy yeah and he was like no he's like then the machine comes and pushes it and like in the time span it probably took us 30 minutes to unload the truck like those those digger or backhoes whatever they were plowed like a whole area well up the mountain into itself yeah the amount of like garbage and the amount of, like, stuff that could have been composted, recycled, re... Yeah, like organics. Yeah, it was all... Paper. People are trash, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they are. And I, a few times I just kept stopping and looking up and not seeing an end in sight. And the beeping of the machines and the cawing of the seagulls and the... Like, there was probably 2,000 seagulls. That's, like... Maybe more. Yeah. And there was like maybe three of the of these like plows that were just pushing the garbage into itself over it and over like and over again. It felt like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, and then because like the workers are in like they're well, they're in like high vis like jumpsuits. Yeah, you don't want to get caught in that. And they've got like glass. Like I still feel like I've got like dump like in my nose. Yeah, yeah, a dump in your nose. <laughs> Dump in my lungs, <laughs> yeah. dump in my heart. Like, yeah, it was bad. I never want to contribute to garbage again. But like, I'm going to become one of those people that's like garbage free by 43. That's going to be my new slogan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's interesting. The kids schools are trying to be like garbage free, but nothing is garbage free. And so 
Our kids' lunch kits come home with all their old wrappers and peelings and like they're not allowed to put anything in the trash. So the school sure doesn't have anything to get picked up to go to the dump. But it's then like their granola bar wrappers are then going in our garbage. So it's the same thing. It's still going to the same place. Going to like a bulk place, like bulk barn. And you can getting get my bars. own ingredients and making my own ingredients, making my own granola bars. Oh, it's tough. It never is good. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? I've seen things and I'm a new person. Yeah. And I'm going to get beeswax wrappers that are re. I'm going to wash them. Yeah. It's wild. Like, like we, I think, do really well with composting and recycling. Like as a household? As a household. Yeah. Yes. Not as a humankind. No. <laughs> yeah. The ozone is uh. disappearing. Anyways, it was wild. We'll talk about so it. So we're not here to talk about our fence or the dump. <laughs> yeah. But now we have a brand new two of our three sides fence done. Yeah. And really it looks nice. really snazzy. I know. Like, is this adulting? Yeah. Paying for a fence? This is adulting. <sighs> I know. Our landlord wasn't going to pay for it. No, because it's us. I know. Oh. <laughs> and our renters suck. Yeah. Because it's also us. Yeah. And okay. the two kids, they don't even yeah. have jobs. Okay, season two, episode one. Don't take my love away. Oh, weird. Okay. I know. I don't know why. September 15th, 1997. So I just started grade seven. I just started grade nine here oh. in... Yeah, you... Oh, no, grade 10. You Eight, just started? Nine. September 1997. Yes. No, I moved here in August of 1996, and that was grade 9. Oh, I so think... it's grade 10. Yeah. So did you not start grade 8 then? No. I was on the same year as the year. Oh. Clever. Like in 97, I started grade 7. Huh. So you're three grades behind me? I know we've talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> like, does it change anything? But only one year in real life. Like okay. Well, we can't all be as advanced as you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Annie and Aunt. No. Yeah, Annie and Eric, those are two characters, yeah. decide to celebrate their anniversary by renewing their wedding vows. Like, if I'm ever to do this, it would involve getting married again. But like, okay, so the gist of it is that they didn't, actually, it's not the gist of it because we don't know. They never explain why no. the wedding didn't go as planned. Well, we know it's because Eric's family and Annie's family were fighting yeah. to the point that the wedding almost didn't happen. Yes. And they were saying, mm -hmm. like, this was the beginning of the Camden. And then they said her maiden name and I didn't catch it. Did you? Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Feud. Like, plan better. Like, you don't just get to renew your... Okay, you've, ar like, you've already been married once and the wedding didn't go as planned... And so you're going to you're going to you're going to plan a renewal. Well, we need to on back a whim. OK, but we need to back up and talk about why. No, I know. But I just feel like like plan but nobody listening understands. Well, Maybe it's on a whim. They should have been talking about this for seven. Episodes. You're right. So we need to talk <laughs> about the whim. So the reason it's a whim. Wait, what's on my face? Oh, it's this. <laughs> Whoops. The little claw. The thing. dongle. Okay, so Eric's type tippy tapping, typing away on his file laptop computer, which is the size of an encyclopedia. It's so it's so thick, and he's typing away. And this woman comes in. We learn her name is Nora, and she's like a little shy, unsure about you know how to start talking and 
Yeah. Rev is like, oh, like, come on in. You know, how are things? And she's like, well, it my anniversary's coming up on Saturday. And then Eric is like, oh, mine too. Annie and I have been married uh, 20 yeah. some years. And oh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do yet. And then he kind of looks at her and he's like, oh, well, I forgot. Well, because she says, yeah, it's just been like really tough since James was murdered. Murdered. And then he's like, oh, my God, I forgot. I just wrote anniversary thunder stealer <laughs> from yeah. the widow. And so who are you looking up right now? I was looking to look up the murderer. And oh, God, he's terrible. Yeah, he is. But also I'm looking up the girl because it said or the woman, Nora. Nora. It said special guest star. So her name is Lee Taylor Young. What is she? Like, why is she so special? I don't know. That's why I, I was like, oh, maybe she's in like a bunch of stuff. But she's not. Okay. Well, so oh. we find out through this conversation that. Oh, sorry. She's in. She was in that Passions show. Do you know which one that oh, was? Oh, yeah. It was. It didn't age well. No, they really get a lot of like soap opera type. Special guests. Yep. They do. She was also in a bunch of movies and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. So she's like, it was, it's been three years since James was murdered. And, you know, because the murderer was a youth, I wasn't able to see him in court. And I've been sending him a letter every week for three years, like asking to meet him. Yeah. Martin. And I said, hello, harassment. That was my note. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he shouldn't have murdered your husband. But, like, can't yeah. she be asked to stop? So, Sending anyway. Letters. And she was like, I've asked my lawyers. I've asked his lawyers. I've worked with all. Like, oh, she said, I've talked to everyone from his social worker up to the governor. Oh. And nobody can get him to talk. He refuses. But maybe Eric can. Yeah, if anyone can get him to talk, Reverend Eric Camden can. Like, that's, like, I just hate this about him. Like, about... was the murderer a church member? <laughs> was it one of the pot-smoking youth that he tried to save? Yeah, I think so. Like, I just hate that Eric is always, I guess, it's, he's a savior, and that's what the fucking show's about. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. But I hate it. Yeah. Mostly because I hate Stephen Collins. Yes. But it's important, so that kicks off the start of almost the whole episode yeah or the the main themes because now eric so she leaves and then eric's sitting there thinking to himself oh it's my anniversary and we can only imagine the internal dialogue is oh we should renew our vows i should ask her to marry me again because mm -hmm. she just this woman lost her husband and you know what yeah. she wouldn't give what to would have happen him. if somebody murdered eric and then him and annie couldn't do that yeah so we find out early in the show that he doesn't have his car because it's in the shop. First thing he says is that his car is in the shop. And then there's nothing about it again. Other than... I think that was the reason he ran. It's the reason he ran, but like... Like, couldn't he have, couldn't he have just had his car and just responsibly driven home? Yeah, like, yeah. So that's why the whole, the whole thing that they made him run, I was like, oh... There's going to be something crazy like later on in the episode yeah. because they only have currently one car. It's no. The it's, van was in the shop. Yeah. So, so he, Eric leaves the church, runs Forrest Gump style as fast as he can. I was under the impression the church and the house were right next to each other this whole time. But they've driven to church. There's been talks of them 
like all getting in the car and going to church. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. <laughs> I think it's like it feels like a common like the church and house would yeah. be connected. Like the kid is a kid I, like a Catholic church. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a kid I grew up with and his dad was the like church guy at one of the churches in town. Yeah. And the house was on, on not the same the dump pro- guy. Not the dump guy. <laughs> they don't hopefully live in the same. Yeah, they might. I hope not for their sake. <laughs> so Eric goes running. To- Simon Simon gets wind that Eric's on his way home and he has something urgent to talk to Annie about. Yeah. And so he starts gathering all the children. They all come into the kitchen just as Eric busts into the house, slides down on one knee and says, will you marry me? He power slides like my son does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably, he also gets holes in his jeans. Yeah. His His slacks. slacks. (laughs) Yeah. And so Annie, tears in her eyes, says yes. And they kiss and all the kids are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it's the last weekend of the summer Mm -hmm. and everyone's got plans to see their significant others. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to like wrap up this juvie thing? Yeah. Okay. Terrible. So I have a question. If you commit a murder as a juvenile or a crime as a juvenile, doesn't have to be a murder. Right. Okay. But one where you're going to be in jail, like you're not still going to be a minor. Do you move to like an adult prison? Because he went to juvie. It said the juvenile detention center right on the, in their B-roll. Yeah. But like, I don't think that guy was still a juvenile. And second question, two parts. Okay, I have two answers for you. Second part is in, is it different in certain states? I'm sure. And in in America specifically, is 21, under 21, are you still a juvenile? Because in Alberta. Vote at 18 in in America. Okay, so you can vote at 18. You can't drink till you're 21. Yeah. You can murder at any age. Any age you can murder. Okay. (laughs) To be clear, (laughs) you shouldn't. For legal reasons, that's just a joke. But I think if you are tried as an adult, if you are charged and tried as an adult, I've seen like documentaries and heard podcasts where the the issue at hand is that if you're 15 and charged and tried and found guilty as an adult, you will go to an adult penitentiary, Ooh, that's which not is great. not great when you're 15. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine that he was charged and tried as a youth and that's why he's in the juvie but so then i think when he turns 18 you would go to an adult prison yeah Hmm. okay but you're right he that actor was for sure 27 (laughs) and he was so okay time of filming so eric is like yep i'm gonna do it and so he he finds out that this kid's or whoever he is fame or What he's really missing in prison for the last three years was like a burger and fries and a milkshake from a fast food joint. Yeah. So he goes and gets that, shows up, and first of all, they would have never left him alone in that room with him. Like the guards. (laughs) And the guard says, like, you let me know if there's there's any issue. It would be my pleasure to deal with this (laughs) sicko or whatever. Yeah. And so Martin shows up, and yeah, he is played by, I just had it up on here, Cliff Dorfman. And I don't know, it doesn't really say, like, what else he's been in. A few movies. Oh, he was in 14 episodes of Entourage. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. 
You know what's interesting? So he was in Beverly Hills 90210, six episodes, and so was the chick I was just talking about. Um, oh, the Passions the, girl? Yeah. Yeah, he's not in a lot of stuff, like one episode of Blossom. Yeah, it's because he's one a episode terrible of actor. Baywatch. What's his name in real life? Cliff Dorfman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is he alive still before I bash and oh. die from like an accidental fentanyl overdose or something? No, look, uh, no. <laughs> okay. So... Erica's just like comes in tough cop act right away. And Martin is like, yeah, you want me to talk? I ain't talking to nobody. And then he's like, my, my parents beat me and I didn't have a dad and I did drugs. You know, there's no fixing me. I don't need nobody. And oh my God, are you doing math? Yeah. He was 29. Oh, my. <laughs> and it was filmed. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. So he's like going on and Eric's like slamming his hand down and being like, Does, I don't care. It's, or I'm sorry that you had a bad life and a bad mom and no dad and da 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 da. But you shouldn't have murdered someone. Yeah. And you changed this lady's life forever. Yeah. And then, the, and then Martin like lifts this paper bag and dumps out all these unopened letters First of all, the jail system would open every one of those letters and uh-huh. test it. But anyway. Yeah, maybe she's been sneaking him in drugs this whole time. And he didn't even open opportunity. them. <laughs> what a loser. So Eric's like, you haven't even read them. And Martin's like, not after the first one. And then Eric leaves. He and like gets, I just wrote, gets real mad. Gets real fired up. He like smashy slams and yeah. storms out. But then Martin just sits down and eats his burger. And I just think if you're incarcerated, like, I just don't think that they're, they'd be like, okay, yeah, you need another 10. You just eat your burger. Finish Let us know burger. when you're done. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Because I've never been to juvie. So. Same. So then conveniently, uh, Martin does say he now wants to meet Nora. He's got a change of heart all of a sudden. I don't know. It's like a day later. Yeah. And he says that. He's only going to meet him on Saturday. Saturday, which is the day of the wedding vow renewal. Yeah. And Eric's just like, well, I'll make it work. Eric. Like, put your wife first. This was your idea. Yeah. You didn't put your wife first from the very beginning because you didn't plan it very well. Like, the whole thing is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just going to leave her and yeah. go to Juvie to talk to Martin. Yeah. And he tells Annie, he's like, okay. I got to go, you know, he's going to talk to, I don't know what I meant to write, but I said, of course, the nursery is only available to see Nora on Eric's wedding day. The murderer, maybe I meant. Murderer. Yeah. So. Lawyer. I I don't don't know. know. So Annie's like, okay, I'll wait for you. I won't get started without you. I would be pissed. Noted. (laughs) You got to go to juvie. When we're married for 20 years and then decide to renew our vows. I will not put somebody else first that day. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, Eric and Nora show up. Nora forgives Martin. Oh, yeah. And then Martin's like, I don't, I ain't asking for anyone's forgiveness. And then she like turns around and leaves. Except it's awkward because she has to hit a button and wait for a guard. Yeah. So she wants to like storm out, but she like storms to the door. And then it's like, hits boop. the little button, Burr. waits a minute, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. And Eric's like, she didn't, she's not forgiving you for you. She's forgiving you for her. her. And then 
in like a matter of 10 seconds, Martin has this like aha moment. And then he asks Eric, do you think God will forgive me? <gasps> right. And he's like, I can only hope. You can, can, only, can only pray. pray. Yeah. Oh, like gross. Okay. So the kids gather in the kitchen. Eric runs in and asks Annie to marry him because they didn't have a big wedding. Their wedding fell apart. Da 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 da. And all of the kids are like, ew, no. We're busy. We're this busy. is our last weekend of summer break before school starts. Yeah. Matt is still dating Heather. Yeah, Matt got a haircut. He sure did. Mary is still dating Wilson. Lucy's still upset about Jimmy Moon. Yeah, he's still dating Ashley. Yes. And and then Ruthie is upset because Simon is maybe moving out of the bedroom to the yeah, attic. Yeah, so we find out that Annie is renovating the attic so that Simon can have his own room. Because, yeah. you know, he's going into junior high. He needs his own space. What would kids say if he found if they found out he was sharing a bedroom with his sister? Yeah. I mean, when you've got five kids, sometimes they have to share. Like, yeah. Did you and your sister share a room? Never. My brother and I shared a room, I think, till I was nine or ten. Hmm. And then I went to the basement. I would have loved it, but my sister was too cool. Right. So. But do you want to talk about Simon and Ruthie? Yeah. No, Ruthie and, yeah, and Simon. So getting a new room, we talked about it. And then, and then Matt and Ruthie concoct this, like, plan so that Simon won't want to move out of the room. Yeah, because Ruthie is too scared that she's going to miss him and he's, she's never going to see him anymore. Yeah. And so Matt tells Ruthie to tell Simon that there was like an old lady that lived in the house before them and she died in the attic. And, and her, haunts it. And her ghost comes out at night. <laughs> yeah. And so it works. He's spooked. He's like scared up there. Yeah. And then Annie says, you know, why don't you just stay with Ruthie six more months? I think it would mean a lot to her. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think it'd mean a lot to her. Like. Did you catch, though, when she, like, sits Simon down and she's like, no, Simon. She's like, the old lady that lived here died in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> yeah. Random, but okay. Okay. And then and then Lucy is upset about this whole Jimmy Moon and Ashley situation. Yeah. And Mary is upset because, so if you recall, Mary was hit by a car in the final episode. Big accident. <laughs> Major trauma. Yeah. She had a huge surgery on her knee. So she's still on crutches with like a brace around her knee. Yeah. And she tells Wilson or it comes out that her and Wilson had made a plan that she was going to work really hard at physio and be off the crutches by the time school started. But school's starting real quick here and she's not going to be off the crutches. So she's mad and she's doing that thing where you're like mean to your partner because you're upset about something that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. She's like pushing them away. Yeah. But it, I think it comes out that she's scared of giving up her crutches because she doesn't want to fall. Yeah. And get hurt. And she doesn't know if that'll mean she can't play basketball. And it's all tied in. So she's being a total B to Wilson. Yeah. The whole episode. And, we, we you know, we don't know why until the end. And Lucy is, like, distraught over Jimmy Moon and Ashley. She calls to leave him a message. And his voicemail it's like, hey, it's Jimmy Moon. I'm not here right now. Leave me a message or call me at Ashley's. Like, does he have his own personal answering machine? Yeah. He probably has a, <laughs> uh, his own landline in his room. room. Yeah. 
And then I do feel like I, it brought up like a nostalgic memory of like, you'd have to change your memo, your voice message. If you needed to let someone know, like how otherwise to get hold of you. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was a commercial for a long distance plan. And it was like now like long distance is I don't know, more affordable, but it was like somebody calling and you could, was he calling collect? I don't know. I'm missing it because it was like, I'm missing the point, but it was like, he was like, Hey, Dennis, Bob, Heather had just had her baby. Everything's great. Hope you're doing well. Bye. Oh, I do remember this. He, yes. He tried to like get the message in the, like in the window, in the of, window of if it's like whatever. the first minute is free or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'd hang up and he's like, Oh, that was Bob. Yeah. Heather's doing well. She had, she had a baby. baby. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. That's but funny. she decides she wants to invite Jimmy to the vow renewal wedding. Yeah. And she like somehow also invites Ashley. Well, because Jimmy's like, oh, but you know, Ashley and I are together now. Is she invited? Right. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, whatever. And then she calls and uninvites them mm-hmm. in an awkward message because she realizes that like, no, I, I don't want Ashley. Yeah. There. And, and so- they probably couldn't get Mila Kunis. She's like in the thick of. The yeah, 70s 70 show, show, like, pilots. Pilots and success. And, <laughs> yeah, so Lucy, so that's kind of Lucy. I want to, like, kind of build up to the vow renewal. Yeah, that's fine. So should we talk about Matt? Yeah, he's still dating Heather. And he's trying to, like, make the most of their last week together. Yeah. And so he's taking her out on lots of dates and but he's, he's like learning some, learning sign, some language. sign language. It's so good. I will say, like, again, it just doesn't look like sign language. <laughs> and it does come out that Heather does know how to read lips. Yeah. And she is using her voice. Remember at the last episode of the last season, she used her voice. Yeah. So I think that's been better. But he is trying to learn American Sign Language. And so they've got a plan for the last couple dates. Like, dates. But like why didn't so so there's a so a guy friend shows up. Yeah. And I'm I guess it she wasn't clear to Matt that it was a, a male friend. Right. He's from Canada. He's from Canada. He goes to the same school and they are gonna drive to school together. So he's gonna he's been gonna be there for a couple days and then they're gonna drive to school to get together. Yeah. And they're best friends. And Matt is just Put out. Yeah. Like, Matt, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> do some reflection. <laughs> yeah. Get over it. <sighs> he's just like, well, she's got another man in her life. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And he's like, like, heard about it. Also, there's two different scenes where he's on the phone, but he's on the phone with Heather's mom. I, I wrote, LOL, Matt's on the phone with Heather's mom. Like, relaying messages back and forth. Again, things that could be fixed with a text, cell phone. Yeah, like uh, you could text a deaf person, no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Matt rings the doorbell at one point, and and the deaf friend, I didn't write his name down. I think it was Dave or something. It was. It was like Dave or Devin or... Yeah. Answers the door, and Matt's like, wait, you're deaf too. How did you know the doorbell rang? <laughs> and then he like rings the doorbell, and the lamp flashes in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if like somebody wrote in and was like, you need... Yeah, more representation or education. <laughs> yeah. But Heather basically says, like, listen, this is my friend. There's nothing to worry about. Uh, you know, I care for him. 
But then at the end, he like he goes to pick Heather up to go to the vow renewal, the wedding. And Dave, or whatever his name is, the deaf friend, hands him a gift for the parents. But I'm like, this guy's never... What are you doing buying a gift for a vow renewal of people you've never met? Yeah, like, I think he was just trying to do, be, like, a nice gesture, but it didn't come across. No, I didn't it was like weird. it. I didn't like it. And then Matt said he, like, feels bad. And he says, well, why don't we invite him to the wedding renewal? Yeah. And... And then afterwards, they'll drop him off and then they'll go have their date. Yeah. So he does come around, but... Yeah. Learning moment. Yeah. Okay. So then also Eric calls Grandpa Charles, who can't be there because he's on his way out of town on vacation somewhere. With Ginger. With Ginger. But, like, I think if you're doing this huge, like, vow renewal, like, you want everybody around. Especially if he wasn't there at the first wedding. Yeah. And so... Because so Annie says, oh, she wants to wear her mom's wedding dress. And, like, wouldn't the dad want to see Annie in the dress? Yeah. It was, like, a whole thing. And so, anyways. And Annie's like, it's okay. I'll just wear the the original dress. Yeah. Like, I'll fix it up. And because, you know, we could call my dad, but the dress will never get here. He's on his way out. Anyways, Eric calls and gets the dress sent. But I just, I don't know. This is what I mean. Like, bad timing. Yeah. Planned. Yeah. Eric's trying to, like, not only do this on a budget. But with three days notice. Yeah, like create a moment, but it's not. And so not... we got the church, the weekly church flowers delivered a day early and they threw in a bouquet. And then like somebody else owes them a favor. So. Yeah, they're bringing know, food. I, no, it's going to be a. It's going to be a church potluck. Yeah. All the church ladies <laughs> are going to cater this thing. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's talk. Sh- actually, we missed talking about Ruthie. Yeah. Who wants to wear a tux? Yeah. So, yeah. What's her name? Annie is like, okay, so we got to get tuxes for the boys and the girls can wear whatever dresses they wore to the last wedding they went to. And Ruthie's like, why can't I wear a tux? And Ruthie's like, oh, no, sweetheart. You're going to be the flower girl wearing a pretty dress. Yeah. And I was like, this could like this could be problematic. But to their credit. Yeah. Ruthie gets to wear a tux, and she looks like the cutest little thing. She's so cute. It's amazing. Yeah. There's a whole scene where she's trying them on, and she tries on, like, two or three, and they're so cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was really... It was good. But is it... Does Matt say something... Oh, no. It's Simon. Okay. Sorry. Oh. At the end of this... At the very end, about the... About Mary and Lucy's altercation. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mary and Wilson are also like, Mary hasn't broken up with him, but he's like, what's this about your parents getting married? Am I not invited? And she's like, no, I don't even want to be there. Like she's being so mean to him. Mm -hmm. And then he stops by. Oh, he says, you seem like you need space. So I'm going to spend time with Billy. I'm going to go spend the day with Billy. And I just thought like, that's your kid. He should be with you. And Mary. And Mary. Like who's Billy with right now? At daycare? Yeah, like, well, probably his parents. But, like, yeah. it just seemed like a very, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. Fine, I'll go spend time with my son. Yeah. My toddler. Yeah. And so, then Wilson breaks a window, which also seemed like a really out of place. Yeah, so he's doing that thing. I don't know if anybody's seen any other movies from the 80s or 90s. 
But when a boy wants to get a girl's attention, they pick up tiny little stones and chuck them at their front bedroom window. Yeah. And he breaks the window with one of them. Like chips it. Like it's broken, but like. Like I think it goes all the way through. Yeah. And Annie is in there and Annie, he's like, oh, I'll pay for that. And she's like, yeah, you will. Like. <laughs> it's just so random. It was. Like it didn't need to happen. Like. I didn't understand like the yeah. point of that. But has anyone ever thrown rocks at your window? No. Have you ever thrown rocks at somebody? No. Okay, go in the bedroom <laughs> and I'm going to chuck rocks at you. At the Olivia, window. Olivia, Olivia probably did that one time when we didn't answer the... Oh. Yeah. Speaking of which, what is she texting you? Oh, she's very sweet. Yeah, she's asking if it's going to be too loud if she has a shower. Like, your kids are really great because they, like, respect the podcasting world. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, if she cranks Taylor Swift... It'll be nice background music. I had to wait 15 minutes for a pizza today at Little Caesars, and she was like, well, let's play what Taylor Swift songs do you know? Oh, I would have just failed it. <laughs> I do like, though, our neighbors, Connie and Terry, are like an older couple with grown children Mm -hmm. and grandchildren. And they were, you know, helping us clear out the brush and the fence between our houses is the one that was getting replaced. And we got the kids out to help. And he was like, you want me to play some music? And you're like, well, she really loves Taylor Swift. He's like, I've got Taylor Swift. Do you want her new album? And like, before I knew it, we were all cleaning up leaves to Taylor Taylor Swift's newest album. (laughs) It was really fun. It was so great. Uh, okay, I think we've made it to the wedding. Yeah. Oh, are we going to talk about the fed ill? Yeah. I thought it was, was it fed ill? Yeah. I don't know. I need, I should have done a look at like, did FedEx used to be fed ill? Or were they just like, if this can't be FedEx, let's just g- give it a. Yeah, it was like the logo. It was the colors and everything. It said F-E-D and then I-L on the yeah. guy's shirt when the wedding dress got delivered. But like, just have it say courier or like. Yeah, I don't. It was it was like it, it caught us both. We were like, what's that? I was like, fed what? Yeah. <laughs> it was So, funny. yeah, the morning of the vow renewal, fed ill gets to the door and gives her a box. And inside the box is her mother's wedding dress. Yeah. And her dad daddy charles charles says you know your mother would have loved this like you should have had this a while ago yeah sorry i can't be there but like also be there but anyway it was last minute who knows where he was so she gets her mother's wedding dress Mm -hmm. and the girls are wearing their dresses and they are miserable and ruthie's in her little tux yeah simon or lucy and mary are in these like like soft pink but it's like what material is that like where it's chiffon. like chiffon, like shiny is that chiffon? oh no it's like a like not silk satin satin maybe yeah satin with like a chiffon sleeve not yeah. sleeve but like shoulder and accent like, so like obviously lucy and mary were like bridesmaids or flower girls yeah. in a wedding yeah recently and this is the dress that they have to wear yeah so Lucy and Mary have been at each other's throats like the whole episode, bickering about their boy problems. And like Mary is saying things to Lucy, like, just get over it. And and, you know, Lucy's saying, you've you know, you've got a boyfriend. What are you complaining about? And it's a whole thing back and forth the whole episode. Oh, so, my God. Lucy tries to get out of going to the wedding by saying, like, it's not that I'm not happy for you. I just don't need your eternal happiness shoved down my throat when i'm alone yeah like, like my god 14 
She's 13. I don't think she's 14 yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they're in the, like, room waiting. Like, they're all dressed. Yeah. Waiting for the rest of the family to show up to walk down the aisle. And they start bickering real bad. Real bad. Throwing insults. Yeah. And 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 it starts with just, like, fighting about these, these boyfriends. And Mary's, you know, or sorry, Lucy says, my boyfriend's smarter than your boyfriend. And... And Lou and Mary's like, no, he's not. Like I, I had, had to tutor, tutor him. him. And then Mary does say something along the lines of like, you shouldn't just look at boys for their looks or something. Yeah, because like she's like, you have a boyfriend and he's good looking or yeah something. But then Lucy says, at least he knows not to be a teen father. Yeah. Oh, it is going down. So then she Lucy like puts up her dukes. God, I'm gonna put a still in like on instagram because it is so funny it's the funniest thing and she's like oh i could take you and she's like yeah crutches girl (laughs) come on crutches Crutches girl girl. and she's like i don't know i could fight you with these crutches and then they go at it yeah they end up like so so lucy shoves mary and she's like drop your crutches that's what she yells drop your crutches crutches oh, girl yeah and then she does drop the crutches and they end up like both down on the ground rolling around smacking each hair. other they rip each other's hair pieces out and so then matt ruthie simon and annie get like bust into the room and matt goes down to like grab them and annie's like no leave them like they got to fight it out. Yeah, like I don't know about that parenting <laughs> choice, but and so then they end up they stop and they look over and Matt just like fixes his collar and he's like dad's on his way, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and Annie says, what did she say? Do you guys do you girls feel better now? Yeah, did you use it out of your system or Yeah. Yeah, and then they walk down the aisle disheveled. Yeah, but Mary outfit and but Mary doesn't have her crutches no. and Lucy's helping her. Yeah. Lucy's her crutch. Someone just slammed a door. Yeah. There's a big hockey game on. I hope it's going okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll double Who is it? The Penguins and the Blackhawks. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. And I just have this, like, storyline in my head that Mary did such a good job wowing the producers of the show with her stunt of being hit by a car. Yeah. (laughs) And if you haven't seen it, please go to Instagram and or TikTok because it is there. And it is incredible. Uh-huh. Although TikTok did that thing where they put that little, like, they blurred, they blurred it, out. it out. And it says this, like, are you sure you want to watch it? Yeah, sensory. They censored it. We've been censored. <laughs> and so I feel like they were so blown away by her stunt skills. Yeah. They were like, do you think you two could handle a fight scene? And they had to get, like, a fight coordinator <laughs> in. Because yes. they're, like, sure. rolling around. and Yeah. Yeah. So they get down to the end of the aisle. And Simon is standing there and he like nudges his dad like, hey, bro, and says, you missed a great chick fight. Shut up, Simon. These are your sisters. Yeah. Stop sexualizing. Just stop. Stop. Just (laughs) shut up, Simon. I think they had a shirt that just says shut up, Simon. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And we don't actually hear the vow renewal, but. They are looking in each other's eyes. Annie mouths, I love you to Eric. Eric has tears in his eyes. Show's over. Oh, and Happy's there with a bow tie. The bow tie, yeah. So that's also pretty cute. 
Yeah, both Happy and Ruthie are exploring their gender expression. Gender expression. I love that. Yeah. Well, aye, aye, aye. I think this started off with like, a, I actually would have pictured this scenario storyline as a season finale. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it though. Matt got a haircut like that. Yeah, Annie. I, I just said Annie's looking fresh. I don't even know what I meant by that. I it was just her thought... her opening scene. That's yeah. what you turned to me and said <laughs> Annie's looking fresh. Yeah, she just looked really good. She did. All right, what do we hit? What do we got happening next week? It's called See You in September. Well, because this would have taken place in August, I guess. Well, September seventeenth is what I think I just said. No, no, but like when would it have taken 15th. place? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because school's school about to start. Started. But I thought school in the States starts really early. Like in August. Yeah. And they're Ours done in June. don't go until September mm-hmm. to, August, to June. To the end of June. Mm. Whereas I feel like my friends on Facebook who live in the States, their kids are done like early June. Yeah. And then even May. And oh. go back like early August, like right after a long weekend. Anyways, Annie and Eric can't wait for the kids to go back to school, but they're no sooner out the door then they are home again and in trouble. <gasps> yeah. I like that the little still image is Ruthie with a backwards hat on. Yeah, she's a gangster. My God. <laughs> well, yeah, we did it. it. I'm so I feel like we're tired and a little bit like foggy brained. Yeah. Because too. we like Saturday we tore down the back half of our fence and shoveled a whole bunch of dirt and we had friends helping us and it was incredible. And then we both had to work Sunday, like long, long days. Plus it was it was Canadian Thanksgiving, and then Monday we tore down the side fence, and did a ton of like yard prep work, and loaded that U-Haul, and loaded the U-Haul, and then we went. Yeah, dropped the the kids off at school. Yeah, we had to go pick my car up because I drank wine at Thanksgiving. Yeah, (laughs) from my mom, which is great. I supported it. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had to go to the dump. Yeah, and now I'm like, and now I feel just in disbelief at the state of our world yeah like i knew there was garbage i knew it went in a (laughs) landfill but i yeah i couldn't i don't even have words now you have a visual yeah yeah it's not great it's not great and like eat like and if you think about it like even in order for us to become like minimalists now that we've had like this life-altering experience where does this all this crap go that it lives here forever we're never getting rid of it no This is how people become hoarders. Well, (laughs) on that note, have a great night and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.